Welcome to a Morley Podcast with Tony Maine. I'm your host, Army Ranger veteran Tony Maine, the founder and CEO of Ranger for Life LLC. Through our military veteran and military supporter guests, we show the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. A Morley Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their communities. Today, we are blessed to have Army veteran Meg Kelvington as our guest. Meg is an Army veteran, wife of an active duty service member, mother, and values-based life and fitness coach in Columbus, Ohio. We can't wait for Meg to share how her faith is shaping others' futures. But first, we're recording today from the Ranger Outreach Center at St. Luke Church in beautiful uptown Columbus, Georgia. The Rock is the heart of the St. Luke military ministry and serves all local active duty and veterans looking to lead a more elite life. Ranger for Life is a proud supporter of Three Nails Clothing, a premium Christian activewear brand. Three Nails Clothing not only fits and looks great, it's a brand designed to live your purpose. A portion of all sales support Agape International Mission's anti-human and sex trafficking programs. And by using the code RANGER at checkout, you receive 10% off and Ranger for Life receives a commission that we donate right back into the work we do at The Rock. Check out Three Nails Clothing at threenailsclothing.com. And finally, get your tickets for the All-Star Leadership Luncheon benefiting The Rock on Friday, September 30th in Columbus, Georgia. We are ecstatic that Braves Hall of Famer Daryl Murphy is serving as our keynote speaker. You will not want to miss this event. Go to give.gallantview.org backslash all-star for tickets while they're still available. And now, without any further ado, we bring on Miss Meg Kelvington. Meg, thank you so much for making time with us today. We know you're a busy lady, as our guests are going are gonna to find out. What <laughs> is going on in the Kelvington household today? Uh, today we have four kids in two different places. Mike is back to work after uh, a wonderful family vacation this last week. We start soccer practice tonight. Uh, so things are getting back into a seemingly routine fall schedule, um, with a couple more weeks of summer crazy added in. So Megan, our, the, the listeners were here in a second. And we'll, we'll go deeper, you know, uh, West Point graduate, married to, you know, you, that, that Mike guy, some people like him, <laughs> most people like him, you know, him do. Ohio State's professor of military science who works at Woody Hayes' desk every day. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, just a, just a, just an amazing uh, turn of events. Just interesting. And four kids. Um, mm-hmm. But this is why we're talking. So for those of yes. y'all listening, we're showing a graphic right now. And so Meg and I, we, we never ran cross paths during Mike's service and my service in the Ranger Regiment. But for Meg to put so boldly on her LinkedIn page, her values up front, I was like, man, I've missed out. I need to hear a little bit from Meg about how you are managing and you managed your career and now starting a small business with family. Tell me about your anchor and your rock. Sure, so I actually grew up Catholic and although we talked about faith growing up, uh, Jesus was never, uh, there was never a personal relationship as I know it now. 
And I was saved back in 2009, was rebaptized um, in a beautiful Pooler First Baptist Church there. Um, Mike played a big part of that, my husband. Um, we did everything opposite of the way uh, most couples do and that we got married and then didn't live with each other for almost three years. And so then it was when we were finally coming back together, we needed to find a church together. And that's where we decided, which was funny because there was clapping and there was hands and praise hands. And, you know, here I am coming for Catholicism, like what is happening? Uh, but it was there I learned the true rest that comes in trusting in Jesus fully. And I, I get teary eyed talking about it. Because I would not have made it as an officer in the army and being a ranger spouse without that trust. I wouldn't. Like, I, I can't even tell you the number of nights that I went to bed just saying, Jesus, like, just take this burden off me. The stress is too much. You know, I don't know if things are okay overseas. You know, a baby's sick, a toddler's doing this, whatever the case may be. Um, but it was in that finding that true rest uh, that really brought me through some really tough times. Uh, and Mike as well, and us as a couple, and now us with the four kids, you know, trying to show them that, that our faith is not their faith. We're going to teach them everything we can and show them the walk, hopefully, you know, and hopefully show them the best we can. But we're going to do it with humility. And show them the truth that it's not always easy and mom and dad don't always get it right. Because um, the last thing I want is them to see hypocrisy and completely walk away from the faith. Um, so that, I hope, gives you <laughs> a little bit of insight on, you know, why I put that cross right there out front. And now I will say running a business, I in no way only coach Christians. Um, I will happily take a client wherever they are on the faith spectrum, but I do put it out there that that's where my values start. And that's a big deal to, to, to do that. It, did that feel like a step when you put it, did it feel right? Or was there a little bit of, okay, this is the, this is a little bit of a game changer for a small business yes. owner. Yes. Um, it absolutely. Um, I, you know, hesitated multiple times making that graphic of what do I want this spiritual um, element to say and to feel. And when it boiled down to, you know, our culture talks about authenticity, it didn't feel authentic to put anything less. Um, and now that I'm in grad school for counseling through Liberty University and learning more and more of what that can look like in a professional setting, realizing that it is up to me to decide how much I want to put out there and how much it plays a role in the professional world of staying more spiritual or diving straight in on more of the theology side of things. So as you're doing this, so now you're in, you're in grad school, Help yes. leading a household, yes. small business, and these rugrats are in every sport. If I if I'm seeing it correctly, they're all doing something. Yes. So, 
in terms of let's go back to, to the, the business ownership, what mm-hmm. is it a, a, about life coaching? Right? You're, sure. went, went to West Point, pilot, mother, a people matter to you. You understand connection, right? But what is it about that business that you're like, I think I want to do that? So it started naturally. I just didn't call it that. Um, I got out of the army and I told uh, my aunt made me promise I would take one year off. She said, please be a wife and mom. Everyone's going to want you to volunteer. They're going to want you to lead a committee, do something. Just take one year and just be. And I did that. Um, I attended social events. I turned down being key caller. Um, I said no to the preschool and it was great. And yet I wanted more. Um, I didn't know how um, to just be. And I felt like I was missing something of my own. It was all great to pour out for our family. uh, But for me personally, finding ways to make connections really wasn't happening in the wife and mom sphere itself. (laughs) Uh, I miss being part of a team. Uh, I found it hard to just learn on my own without a path or a reason, you know, going through flight school, you're always learning. Um, You know, we may roll our eyes at it, but in the army, there's always professional development to be done. And so I joined with Beachbody as a fitness coach uh, with a friend of mine. Actually, she's here in Ohio. So I had an Ohio team to join and it was great. It gave me steps. Uh, It gave me ways to continue learning and serve others of like fitness was fun and natural for me. So why not help other people in that? Um, So it was on that journey of being, um, I will say, just a fitness coach (laughs) that Mike really started pushing me of you're doing way more than helping people with at home workouts. Um, And I think it's it was had I'm still a Beachbody coach. I'll throw that out there. And at the same time, I went back to school to become a personal trainer so that I had the knowledge base, because that's what you'll see is that middle part. Um, of my coaching um, thing there is to have the knowledge with the experience. I had the experience. I'm an athlete, you know, a lifelong athlete, was a competitive cross country runner, um, basketball, the whole bit, you know, went, (laughs) was the only girl in the weight room in high school a lot of times, but I needed the knowledge base. And so that's where that came from. And then I did the Army's uh, two-week-long resilience course, which was a dream of mine when I was in the Army. And I got denied three times by two different battalion commanders to go to it. And so I finally went as a spouse. And it was great. And it finally put words to the things I was already coaching. And so with those additional knowledge bases is where then it was time to start my own company with the experience I had and now the new knowledge that I was gaining. Thank you, Meg. And I think that's such a key point. And whether you meant to, you hit on it. I heard three separate times of you can start a business, but foundationally Mm -hmm. having the knowledge that it's expected in the space you're operating matters. So going back to school, getting the correct fitness mm-hmm. licensures, 
we kind of see that a little bit in our space of we want to rush to do things, but maybe don't yeah. have the expertise. So with that, without, of course, um, betraying anything with your clients in terms sure. of what are mm-hmm. trends with the with the folks that you work with that right. you see as are there overarching themes of what we say like maybe deficit in a, in, a, in a holistic fitness domain or a holistic wellness domain? Sure. Um, so I will say being a values-based coach is a key term I use is people knowing their personal values. So it is one thing as a person of faith to say, you know, I believe in the Bible. This is my general values base. That can look a whole lot different for even if you grew up in the same church, let's say. So I actually, uh, in my little green notebook here, have my personal values like flat written down. Because on days that it feels hard and I feel out of whack, I say, what am I not living into? Is it faith? Have I been in the Bible today, yesterday? Is it wellness? Have I worked out in the last week? Connection. When was the last time I just sat down and had a cup of coffee with a friend? Or have I been running the rat race? So anyway, that's all me. But for clients, what do you value? Uh, So once we figure that out, then starting to walk the path of, okay, what in your life is not living into those? And let's break that down. The other place is resource management. Um, Sorry, I'm going to grab a Kleenex real quick. Uh, resource management. So your money, your energy, and your time are the three resources we focus on. A lot of time people are letting energy just burn. And hey, stop. You shouldn't be exhausted all the time. Like, let me tell you, I am a mom of four. And yes, there are seasons where I am tired. And then I take a look at the calendar and say, okay, where can I plug in some downtime? What things are not part of my value system that I can start letting go of to build in that rest? And, you know, I talked early on as far as faith goes of that true rest of letting it go. God doesn't need you exhausted. He can do it without you, quite honestly, but he chooses to use you. And as long as you're living out the values that he's placed in you, those desires of the heart and the strengths that he's given you, what are your gifts? Why aren't you using them well right now? You know, that may be causing that exhaustion or that discontentment. I made up a word for my clients called contentional. It is being content in your current circumstances. And that's one of my three pillars is choosing joy. And then the intention part is knowing your values and living with intention, not running somebody else's rat race or trying to keep up with the Joneses. So generally, those are the trends of the women that I have coached one-on-one is I feel lost. I feel overwhelmed. Um, You know, I feel like I'm reaching burnout of trying to, everyone when I've worked with has been a working mom. And so trying to make it professionally, make it at home, you know, at some point have some fun with friends, but it's really that contentment 
of the current season you're in. And so we go into naming the season of what kind of season are you personally in right now? And then living with intention into that. Can you tell me, and that's a lot, by the way. That's all I'm trying to di digest. <laughs> and, so, and so I have to shrink it around of what fits in between my own headspace and timing. Um, yes. Right here. And, and you had mentioned connection. Mm -hmm. And our relationship with the environment being so important and, and, and how right now it's mo mostly women that you work with, how they perceive yes. that. Mm -hmm. What about authentic connections? Is, is, is that something that y'all um, unpack in terms of their relationships? And like, is that a healthy relationship? Is that a societal relationship? Yes. So the connection piece, uh, I teach women to build a sequoia forest, to be a part of a sequoia forest. So it's, we, uh, in our society, you know, I feel like value the strong oak tree. Well, it's out there in the middle of the field. Yes, maybe growing for over a hundred years by itself, because just to get into a little bit of tree stuff, but has a very deep tap root, which is great. And yet it's by itself. And people, we are not trees okay but follow along here the sequoia the tallest biggest in america has a very shallow root system but it, it intertwines with one another to grow strong together and that's what we want to do with those connections is let your cracks shine let the light shine through those cracks because you never know when you are courageously vulnerable with the right person in the right time, how much that can encourage them to one, support you, knowing now that you need support, and then in their time, returning that and being vulnerable with you and allowing you to shine in your strengths and therefore support them. Um, you know, I'm, as you can, for people watching this can see, I love the strength of Rosie the Riveter, by all means. I mean, it's what, you know, Mike helped me get started with, with this business was that image of being strong on the home front and being resourceful and resilient through life's challenges. And yet Rosie was not alone. She did not do that alone at all. Um, you know, there were community gardens in World War II, um, I mean, the list goes on and on to make those parallels. So really teaching people to, in the right time, with the right person, in the right place, to be vulnerable. Where are you struggling? Ask for help. I mean, that is like why I'm here as a coach and living out what I feel is this purpose and calling to help women be more resourceful and resilient. And the way we do that is by helping one another. And so let's let's dive a little bit deeper into helping one another. You've decided we yes. talked a little bit before this, mm -hmm. and you're kind of just going after it, right? You've got your baseline yes. education in terms of okay, you have to have the credentials to be reputable in the marketplace. That that mm -hmm. is a thing, right? This isn't a babysitter's yes. job where it's like, well, I know somebody, right? This is you're a, you're right. a professional now. But you shared with working through your family unit. Mm -hmm that you're going to be kind of powered or, or directed by the vision mm -hmm. of the 
what yes. you're trying to do. So within that, could you kind of share some of those lessons learned and, and, and why you decided to do that and what it looks for, what it looks like for you? Yes. So for instance, I started the business in Georgia when we were living at Fort Benning and things looked a lot different there than they do now living here um, in a suburb of Columbus, Ohio. And so what I thought I was going to be doing was virtual coaching because I thought my one and only market was going to be army wives, quite honestly. Um, I moved from there and met great people here, got plugged into small business networking groups and very quickly realized that I was needed in a lot more areas than I thought. I've had one client that was an army wife and everyone else has not been. And then on the fitness side of things, I really thought I was getting into virtual personal training. <laughs> and again, quickly realized that was not at all where I was meant to be. Um, coming up, I'm going to be doing some youth training and also be a coach at a senior resource center. And I love that, working in the different seasons of life. Uh, I, on the life coaching side of things, I quickly realized that, um, as we had talked before about having scripts, needed to get thrown out the window. I do have a framework I start with, um, you know, the couple of questions to get things started. But as I'm going through my counseling schooling, I'm realizing I just need to shut up and listen and just say, hey, what are your pain points? Lay it all out. And just listen and start from there. Um, so those are some of the big lessons learned is one, a change in environment can make a big difference on the path and the course you take. Uh, and then also sometimes you really just need to shut up and listen. I love it. So I will <laughs> shut up and listen for one more question then, Meg. So if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about you, um, mm -hmm. what you're doing with Riveting Mission, where can folks go to to kind of kind of check you out? Yes. So right now, just Facebook and Instagram. Um, on Facebook, it's Riveting Mission LLC, and Instagram just put a dot between each of those. I'm working on a website right now. Um, I do actually also have um, a blog that I'm going to get back up and running on Blogspot for that for a little bit more of the in-depth side of things. But really, you can also email me at riveting.mission at gmail, and we can set up a time to talk if any of this rang true to you and you'd like to get started on things. I'm happy to do 30-minute discovery calls with people. And um, just thank you so much for allowing me to do this. And um, I would kick myself if I didn't also um, thank Mr. Well, not Mr. <laughs> Colonel Charlie Faint um, for help getting me started. Um, his organization, Second Mission Foundation, is what funded my initial schooling and getting started with the business. And so I'm just so thankful um, for them for putting that faith in me and getting this up and running and getting started. I will tell you, Meg, you're giving back in spades what was put into you. That is well, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us. Check out, check out Meg. We appreciate Meg for coming on today. And we just hope you enjoy this Morley podcast with Tony Main. Just blessed to be your, be your host 
for this. And we thank Meg for coming on. If you'd like to hear more about one of our guests, you can view or listen to the last episodes at tonymain.podbean.com. We once again want to thank St. Luke for its commitment to the military ministry at the Ranger Outreach Center. And be sure to check out Three Nails Clothing at threenailsclothing.com. Until next time, remember, leave it better than you found it.